If you have your Bibles, open up to Matthew chapter 5. Chapter 5, verse 9. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. So I was trying to see what y'all looking at. I'm looking at when we've been there 10,000 years, A-E-A-C-E-M-F-8-B. That means do over in volleyball. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. We're in a world today, folks, that needs a lot of peace. Pick a continent, we need peace. Pick a town in the world, they need peace. Pick a school, they need peace. Pick a home, it needs peace. Pick a person, they need peace. These requests that we have tonight, many of the ones that were handed out is because somebody's needing some peace in their life. And we get to be a part of being a peacemaker. And if we get to be a part of being a peacemaker, then we're called the children of God. This world needs peace. This community needs peace. This nation needs peace. There are homes tonight where football games are on and beer cans are laying all around the living rooms. Mama's fussing at daddy because he's been on the couch all day. He's fussing back at her because of this or that. Maybe his team's not winning. Why would you get upset about that? I don't know. Maybe he's got five bucks riding. I don't know. Homes need peace, and they need the peace of Jesus. There's no other peace that can fix that. No other peace can fix that. You can't, there's not enough money in this world that can fix that and bring that kind of peace. It's only temporary. It will go away. Things of this world will not fix that kind of turmoil. They won't bring that kind of lasting peace, but peacemakers that are of God, that are led by God. Now, that is lasting peace. How many of you have some peace in you tonight? You know, if you check out tonight before we're done, heaven's your home. Now, isn't that something peaceful? Think about it. Think about it. We go out of here tonight, and we go to spend eternity with the Lord. Now, eternity is a long time. There will not be any more heartache. There won't be any more suffering. 
There won't be any more unpeaceful nights because we'll be in the presence of the living God forever. And he sent his son, Jesus, to take care of that business for us. Amen. These are his words that are wrote in red in my Bible. So that means it's Jesus' words. If you're ever wondering about the Bible, how to study the Bible, take those four Gospels. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Read the red. Read it out loud. You can hear Jesus speaking in our language. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceeding glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For so persecuted you, the, for so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. There's persecution going on in this world today, folks. Turn on the news and watch it. They're fighting over who's, who's this and who's that, whose religion's right, whose is not right. Well, we're this and we're that, but the persecution is there. Lives are being lost because people will not deny Jesus Christ. Little babies and small children are being beheaded because their parents and they will not deny Jesus Christ. We need peace in this world. But there is persecution that is running rampant from all angles. If you got my prayer request tonight, it is for the Holy Ghost to come and to take care of persecution among the Christians in the world, in Huddleston, in Alta Vista, in Roanoke, in Virginia, in the U.S. of A., all around the world, Christians are being persecuted. But they have this plan with God, this peace that comes from God. People went and, this don't seem right holding up a Bible like this. Does you used to send a big black one with a bunch of pages folded out? Hand me my Bible, sweetie. It'll, it'll have a better effect. <laughs> Moved on you, didn't I? The prophets, the prophets before you. This is the word of God. Jesus Christ himself, when he came to this world and he started talking to people about life and gave us truth. Oh, truth he was persecuted and there were people who wrote down words in this Bible well, you know it's good to say well Paul did this or you know the apostle Paul wrote this or who wrote the book of Job who cares it is inspired by God 
So whoever it was heard something from the Lord and says, I must write this down. And they start, you know, they start writing. No, I did that backwards. They were Hebrews, so they started writing. But persecution came on them because of it. Brother Charlie talked this morning about sharing the word of God with our family, with our friends, with whoever, with whenever. Persecution will come. It's always been there. Amen, Brother Willie. Has it always been there? Brother Bays, have you always preached and everybody liked what you had to say? No? There you go. I learned that. I don't lose sleep over that. If it's the truth and came out of the Bible inspired by God, you don't, you don't lose sleep over it, you pray. Because persecution is going to come. You still sold out to Jesus? Absolutely. Because he told us, the prophets came before you, they received persecution. You have an opportunity to thank God when you're on the soccer field. You have an opportunity to thank God when you're shooting hoops. We all have the opportunity to give God some glory. We got the opportunity tonight to give him glory. Why? Because we're taking prayer service serious, right? Are we taking it serious or what? Because there's going to come a day, brothers and sisters. I've heard people say that the the church is really going to take a lot of people in. But when they take a lot of people in, it's because they're going to be downtrodden and they've gotten to the end of themselves. You remember when you got saved? You were at the end of yourself. Do you remember when the Lord moved and helped you with something that you were struggling with because you got to the end of yourself? And you said, I got to have you, Lord. This is in your words. You've promised this and I, there's nothing more I can do. We get to the end of ourselves. When we got saved, we got to the end of ourselves because we realized there was nothing we could do for us. But we got Jesus to call upon. And he told us about prayer. Prayer that we're going to pray tonight for these requests. Somebody has a need. And we're going to pray for those, but I want to ask you tonight if you'll come up after we get through praying and pray for individual needs for yourself. Maybe you want to get somebody to pray with you. Maybe you want a prayer buddy to to pray with you to hit that breakthrough mark. I want to ask if you'll pray for the people in India tonight. We had a big tsunami, or not a tsunami, but what's that thing called? Hurricane, typhoon. Haven't heard from Joshua. Don't know what's going on. It's a little south of them, but yet it's a lot of water to dump in on a country. You remember persecution, right? Didn't he have it a few months ago? You remember that? Can't go back to my country because the government's after me. 
I'm taking these kids in and I'm telling them about Jesus and now I can't go back because they're telling me it's human trafficking. They're going to find some kind of way to stop the gospel from going forward, to try to silence the people. We have that all the time. But will you be silenced? That's the question. Will you be silenced? It's a choice that we make. Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely. For his sake. Why did he put that there? For his sake. Your very life, the very breath that you breathe today is about him. Persecution comes because of him. And it's for him. Uh, I don't know why I'm pointing there. It's not like he's up there. but he's, he's everywhere. Amen. His spirit is here. His spirit is here. And he wants us to pray tonight. Look around you. Pray for your neighbor. Take it serious, folks, because there's going to come a day. You see that screen up there? There's going to come a day that we're going to stand before the Lord. It might be before we're done praying tonight. And you're going to sit down and the Lord's going to say, here, watch. He's going to hit the clicker. It's going to be your life. Oh, you don't get this part. You're saved because that's taken care of. It's all blotted out with red. Yeah, we didn't get to see that part. That's blotted out in red. But yet it's white as snow. But then another picture comes up. And that picture is of you. Maybe it's got some sound with it. And it's not a booming voice. It's the Lord saying, give him $5. He's hungry. And you say, no, he's a bum. What do you do? Or you may be seeing this on the screen. It's not all bad. And he says, pray for Danny. Right now, pray for Danny. But Lord, I'm mowing the yard. Pray for Danny. You ever heard his voice speak to you? If you have, I want to see your hands tonight. Because if you haven't, you got some growing to do. You got to get somewhere. This is not about who's this and who ain't that. I don't care less about that. If you know Jesus, you stand up for Jesus, right? We stand up for Jesus around here. We stand up for the Lord Jesus when He whispers and He says, "Pray for Wayne." And then He shows you the next picture. Maybe you came up here to these steps and you knelt down. Not only were you talking to God, but you got serious with God. You know, 
as serious as you get with your girlfriend or your boyfriend or your husband or your wife on the big serious business stuff, you're getting down to business with God. And he lets you see something that you've never seen before and maybe that's something dressed in black that's trying to whisper into your ear to tell you to go back to your seat. You don't need to be up here. This stuff is worthless. This is not real. This doesn't get anything done. You remember all the prayers that you've already prayed and nothing's never happened. But then he lets you see the other side of him with his piercing eyes and his white flowing hair. And he walks over. And he don't get physical with this thing. He just looks at it and points it away, shoes it away. And then he lays down and he starts weeping too. He starts working his spirit with your spirit. He gives you a little something to maybe tell, wait, wait, can I use you? Is that okay? Am I not in trouble? And then he's going to take you to another place. And he's going to say, this is the outcome of what happened today. Because maybe she was broken. She had something heavy on her heart. And today, she got to find out that I'm still real because this, this demon had been on her. This, this henchman from hell had been keeping her from listening to me and hearing the prompts that I had been giving her. And today, because you came and prayed, you called upon me, I showed up too. And he's going to say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thank you for listening to what I gave you. Now, had you not done that, had you said, no, I can't, I can't get up, you know, me and, me and sweetie, you know, we were, we're sitting here trying to figure out what our bills are going to be. I don't have time for that. I, Jesus, I came to church, for crying out loud, I'm here. And he says, but thank you for doing it because had you not done it, here's what might have happened. This henchman has been on her back for eight or ten months, maybe. And when she got up, she realized that Jesus ain't real no more. And I don't think his spirit is real anymore. Nothing's working out for me. It's all going south. Sandy's not even looking at me as I walk back. Nobody's paying attention, and the henchman is all on her shoulder. Just go on home. Get out of here, and don't you come back. And you hear the door slam. And the next scene, maybe she's at her house, and this henchman is still on her back. Maybe there's something there. Maybe she's crying out to God and he goes over and he couldn't get Ken to do anything so he's Danny's at home. He's just I went, laid down. Got a big day tomorrow. Pray for Waylene. Danny says, no, I'm tired. It's been a long day. In the next scene, 
is a call to the prayer line. Wayne took a bottle of pills last night. I don't know if she's going to make it. You understand what I'm talking about tonight, church? See, people will tell you this. They'll persecute you for talking now. Oh, you can't talk that way about Jesus. Can I tell you something? That's exactly how he works. The day that you got saved, he was whispering in your ear. He was calling and pulling upon your heart. And the only reason he was doing that is because he does not wish that any should perish. And maybe he was tired of dealing with you. Jason, can I pick on you? You've been here a couple of times, so I can pick on you now. Maybe he was tired of dealing with you. But you got a girlfriend been praying for you. And he says, okay, I'm going to honor that because she's been faithful to me. And she is serious about this boy. She is serious about him being saved. I don't know where you walk. Come on. This is all for what if. Everybody gets their turn in the barrel. So tonight, when you're praying, it may be that very kind of weight that is there on somebody. I don't know what all the requests look like. And I urge you, since they have been shared now on the internet by the way we're not putting last names if you want to put your name on there go ahead because the new cards don't have them I urge you to go on to the to the website and to find these requests it's so easy print the thing off if you want and make that a part of your prayer because there's so many that's hurting in this world They like to play tough. Oh, don't we all? I need prayer. Can I tell you I need prayer? You need somebody to pray for. Ken will take all that you want to give. Please. Please, I need prayer. And I didn't write it down a whole lot. But these people sitting around you tonight, they need prayer. Our team that comes up here and leads us in praise and worship, our people in the sound booth, they need prayer. Because the devil wants this thing, that he wants the ship to sink. Guess what? It don't sink. Amen? Where God is, the boat ain't going to sink. We might go through some rough waters, but if I'm going through some rough waters, it's because I needed to go through those rough waters. And the Lord will deliver me. Persecution's coming. Persecution is meant to make you do what? Quit. Period. Amen? Because the kids in Iraq that you've got to see pictures of, go on some websites. You can even watch the videos if you've got the stomach. They're dying for Jesus. You get to hear the gurgling. You get to see the blood squirting because they stood up for Jesus. They wouldn't quit. In America tonight, we got a church on every corner. If this one don't cater to me, I'll go to that one. I don't like that doctrine. It's in the Bible. You better read what the Bible says. 
Do you love Jesus? Amen.